Yeah, Cardinals still looking for their next head coach to succeed. Cliff Kingsbury, a name on the list. Very recent experience in Indianapolis. Frank Reich on their candidate list. Here to give us a closer look at uh, Frank Reich as a candidate for the Cardinals. Senior writer from The Athletic from Indianapolis, uh, Bob Kravitz, joins us here the on the great Arizona Sports Line. Bob I'm, Kravitz. I'm sorry, the great Bob the Kravitz. The great Bob Kravitz. What's up, Bob? Legendary, I would say. <laughs> Legendary. How's your goaltending skills these days, Bob? <laughs> My five hole has been declared a national park. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent line. Not good. That's an excellent line. All right, so uh, we called you for a couple of different reasons. Number one, can you give us your rundown, your scouting report on Frank Reich, who uh, might be in the running to be next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals? Sure, and just to, on your end, it's a little hard to hear you guys, so I don't know what you, got it. you can I'll, mess with. But, I'll uh, talk loud! <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, Frank Reich, I, I highly recommend Frank Reich. Uh, he got he got screwed here in Indy, big time. Um, now, you know, the team did struggle at the end of last year and the beginning of this year. Um but, you know, and there were some whispers that he wasn't holding certain people accountable. You know, he's he's not a uh, he's not a tough guy, as it were. He's not going to be a screamer and a yeller. But I'll tell you one thing he can do, and you need this in Arizona, is he can handle quarterbacks. He had, what, five quarterbacks in yeah. five years and did a phenomenal job with guys like Phillip Rivers, with Andrew Luck at the end. Um, you know, he even got, you know, he got as much as he could out of Carson Wentz. 27 touchdowns and seven uh, interceptions. So he is a quarterback whisperer, a very good offensive coach. Yeah, you mentioned it, Bob, that uh, you know he can handle quarterbacks. That's obviously going to be very important for the next coach of the Cardinals. But as you see it, or as you look at it right now, with what you know about Frank Reich and what you know about Kyler Murray, uh, would that be a partnership that would be ripe for, I don't know, differences uh, in what you've seen? No, I think it'd be a great, uh, a great combination. Now, you know, Frank has generally worked with quarterbacks who throw from the pocket. Mm-hmm. If you look at his, at his history, um, you know, not a lot of guys who do a lot of stuff off structure like Kyler does. Um, but I, I think, oh, look, I think Frank Reich could could uh, could make the, the switch over to dealing with a quarterback like Kyler. Um, He's got a great personal way about him. Um, yeah, I think I think it would be a good combination, and I, I, I feel I feel like Kyler Murray could take the next step in his progression working with Frank. Now, you know, last football season, we've had some issues with our ownership. There was that study clause in Kyler Murray's contract. There wasn't a lot of money spent on talent. We we started to question, you know, the Bidwill operation. But if you're talking owner weirdness, I think you guys have cornered the market in Indy. What, what has gone on with your franchise in the last couple of months? Well, for years, Jim Ursay has been a really good owner, and he's been involved without being meddlesome. But this year, I think he lost faith in his management team. I think he lost faith in Frank because Frank talked him into the Carson Wentz signing. And I think he lost his faith in Chris Ballard, and he decided that he, he only he could fix it. 
which is a really dangerous way to approach things. And he mandated the benching of Matt, of Matt Ryan for Sam Ellinger, for crying out loud. <laughs> um, he fired Frank when he did it 3-5-1. and one. You know, yeah, they were 3-5-1, and one, but the Jacksonville Jaguars, who won the division, were 3-7. and seven. So, you know, and Frank has a history of, of comebacks, both as a player and as a coach. They were 1-5 one, one year here in Indy, and he got into the playoffs. So, yeah, Jim... You know, I think Jim is fine. You know, I think he's thinking clearly. He's just not thinking smartly. Bob Gravitz, senior writer for The Athletic, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. You said something that really stood out when you, when you talked about uh, Jim Irsay and how he handled last season, and that was he felt like he was the only one that could fix it. Does that apply to this coaching search? Is, is he being heavily involved in, in how the coaching search is going in Indianapolis right now, Bob? Well, he claims that Chris Ballard is running the uh, running the, the you know the coaching search. That said, once the search is done and the recommendations are in, does does Ursay listen to those recommendations, or does he just hire his good buddy Jeff Saturday? I'm telling you guys, if he hires Jeff Saturday, there will be pitchforks and. You know, it'll it'll get really ugly here in Indy. As much as people love Jeff Saturday, they don't think he can coach, and they would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> I read a story that um, that Josh McDaniels, and we you know better than anybody, but pulled out of the Indy job, and people have been wondering why for a while now. There was a story that surfaced where Josh McDaniels said Jim Irsay came to their house, went to the bathroom, and tripped out Josh McDaniels. Daniel's wife because he was in the bathroom for uh, in in inordinate amount of time. Now that sounds like something our producer yeah. would do. But what what was Jim Irsay doing in the bathroom that long, Bob? This, these are questions I would rather not uh, yeah. address. I have no earthly idea. Right. Someday off the radio, uh, Bick, I'll tell you about my first time that I met Jim, and it involved long trips. His long trips to the bathroom. But I have no earthly idea. Um, yeah, I that, that I have not heard that story. Yeah, I just I just the saw it online this story. morning. The bathroom story. Wow. Yeah. The legend continues to grow. <laughs> uh, Bob Kravitz, our guest. But before we let you go, Bob, uh, in terms of you, you mentioned the Jeff Saturday possibility is still out there and how that would upset the the, the Colts fan base, and, and, and rightfully so. But is there anybody else that's emerging as a favorite in this whole process and where the Colts are right now? Well, I, you know, I heard that Raheem Morris uh, interviewed really well. He was very impressive. Um you know, I'm really interested in Dan Quinn as well. I like guys who've done it before, mm-hmm. who've made their mistakes, um, and, and are smarter uh, and more prepared for having gone through the process. So I'm hearing Raheem Morris. The only issue there is he's more of a defensive coach than an offensive coach, and you're going to rebuild this team with whoever you draft, the quarterback in, in the upcoming draft. So... Um, you know, I, I think that that may be something against. Same with Dan Quinn; he's a defensive guy. But those are the two guys that I'm. I, I've heard of, uh, or at least uh, Raheem interviewed well. I guess Quinn is today. Um, so, 
Yeah, they've interviewed everybody but Mina Kimes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, I'd be I'd be in favor of Mina over Saturday. <laughs> Bob, thanks so much for joining us. Great stuff. Uh, Hopefully we can talk again soon.